What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Yay, 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 yay. Welcome, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. I'm your host, Suzanne Stoffer. Um, Megan is on, she's actually teaching a foundation class, um, and so she's not going to be with us today, but I couldn't be more excited about our guest. This is one of my favorite people on the effing planet. Her name is Natalie, <laughs> Natalie Vartanian, <laughs> and I just want to give you a little shout out. Um, Natalie is a healer, a teacher, and a preacher of love, and she's a fellow witch, too, as you will soon know, um, and uh, she actually is a sex and relationship coach. She is the host of her own podcast, which is called Taboo and Turn On. Um, so, and she just does amazing, amazing work in the world. I have hired her to coach me through some very interesting relationship dynamics, and I couldn't, oh, I couldn't promote her more or love her any more than I already do. I don't think so. But, but her, her mission is to inspire people to dream big and take the risks to have it all and live a turned-on life. And so how does it get any better than that? Thanks for joining us, Natalie. Oh, my gosh. I just, uh, deep sighs, excited belly. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, yay, yay. So we were talking before the show about what we wanted to, uh, this is such an amazing topic for both of us because we both have, literally like come out of the closet I would say we kind of keep coming out of the closet so yes with all of like all of our like magic and our like woo-woo stuff but um we've had so many conversations about um this idea of being a witch a seer an oracle a high priestess an enchantress a wizard um and Mm. you know what the process of that has been for us to really like show up and own that energy and and in a way almost like identify ourselves as that. I mean, probably about a month ago, would you say, Natalie, that we were talking about, well, what's the difference between a seer and an oracle and an enchantress and yeah. a priestess and, you know, yeah. a doctress? Like, what, what are all those different energies, right? I think we're on the beach, actually. Yeah, yeah we're on the beach. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe you can talk a little bit about um, maybe the common denominator in all of that, um, and, and you know, like not not that naming yourself. I mean, we don't want to limit, right? Like that's the yeah. kind of funny thing about kind of definition is we don't want to limit anybody from accessing all those energies. But sometimes it is really cool to just own 
something that maybe you haven't owned, you know, and I think we both have a process where we went through of like almost denying, denying that part of us. And maybe you can kind of talk about that. Yeah, I know. I think just even that part of wanting to own it and claim it because there's power in that kind of owning. And, and I'm with you. I'm such a, I'm both a rebel in that I don't like labels, but then there is something really powerful about staking a claim in something and mm-hmm. um, and really coming at from a place of, like, this is mine. I'm really proud of this. Like, this is who I am. Um, and leaving kind of spaciousness for for what wants to come from that place. And, and I think at the end of the day, to me, I like the word witch just, well, I'm also a provocateur. So I like the word witch because it is edgy. It, it does evoke things in people. Um, but it is such a blanket term. Like it really is. And I think to me, it really means you're so tuned in and tuned out, like outward. Like you are so connected to your own senses and your own wisdom and your own intuition and and that part of you that really knows, and then you're able to then connect to other people and kind of tap in with them, and then to the earth, like it's all these layers, like myself, the people around me, the physical like planet and earth, and then there's this whole ethereal realm too, and you're able to like tap into all of that and play with the energies there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what I would say is kind of in traditional um, thought, you know, there is an identification of different intuitions, you know, that it comes through your body in a particular way. Um, And like some of those are, you know, being clairaudient, being clairvoyant, being clairsentient, right? So where that that energy is coming through in, in particular ways. And I'm wondering if you could kind of speak to that, Natalie. Yeah, so there are four major ways, because I think that's the other thing to know what intuition really is and that it speaks to each of us so differently, because just this term like you're a psychic, well, that that means so many different things. And, and I learned this a few years ago, and it helped me so much to just even realize that it comes through in different ways. So there's, again, like four kind of main ways. The first one is clear audience. So that's you hear voices, you hear whispers, like literal whispers. It's like in your brain talking to you. Or you like or outside of you you hear someone's name or whatever that is. So that that is one way where you're literally hearing things. Um clairvoyant seeing things. So this is the pictures. This is when like a flash of an image will come through or sometimes I'll literally see like a, a movie it's like a little clip of a movie that kind of plays in my head. Um, so that's clairvoyance, so it's the actual seeing, it's images. Then there's clairsentience, so like senses, feelings. So this is when it's just the like, oh, I, I got this like, you know, feeling in my chest or, you know, sometimes that's also the kind of body sensations, right? This like the feeling part of it. Um, like, oh, my stomach turned when that happened, right? Like that that kind of feeling. Coming in, so that's clairsentient, and then there's claircognizance, which is the knowing. So this is what most people think of as intuition. It's just 
it's like that knowing, like, I don't know why I feel like this or I don't know why, but it's just like, I just have this sense that, you know, something bad is going to happen or something good is going to happen or I just have this sense that, you know, I shouldn't take this turn, this off ramp, you know, on the freeway. Like, I don't know, it was just a knowing, right? Like, it's just something kind of told me, but it didn't come through any channel, right? It was just kind of felt more amorphous like this knowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I love that. I mean, I love that explanation. And what I would say for me is that, um, that there, I actually have almost all of that going on. Um, yeah. And right. You know, and so it's, again, it's not about limiting, but it is, I think intuition sometimes can be a bit overwhelming because it's like it does come in in all these different ways and then you're almost trying to sort yeah. it out. I know for for me, when I when I was younger, when I was a, a little girl, it was very, like, because I was so empathic and so intuitive, it was so overwhelming to almost be able to read people's minds, to be able to know what was happening in a room when nobody was talking about it. Um, and right. so in a way, that's why I turned it off is because it was so overwhelming. Nobody was speaking of it. Um, you know, I was seeing like feeling spirits and seeing spirits and being able to read minds and nobody was talking about that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so yeah. it was like somehow I made myself wrong for that. And so I just shut it all the way down. I thought I was like, um, different or like it would be a, it would be it would be wrong to kind of talk about that, um, and so I turned it all off until really about ten years ago, and then I went through this whole process of actually owning my intuition and um, and you know really recognizing that this had always been go has always gone on for me, but I had ignored it, and so it was almost like muted in the background. Uh, would you say that you have a similar kind of experience around that? Yeah, I think my turn off story was a way more kind of harsh in that it was it was when my dad committed suicide and um and it was my mom kind of picked us up from school that day and and so she was having this kind of side conversation with her to to tell him what had happened basically. And so I couldn't really hear the conversation, but I was sitting in the back seat, and I still remember this so clearly, and I was so angry. Mm. I knew he left. I knew, like, I knew it had to do with my dad, and I knew he left. Because even when my mom mm-hmm. said that it was, she told us it was an accident all of those years. It wasn't until literally a year ago where she actually admitted or said in that it was suicide. But I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew that whole time, right? And, like, there was mm-hmm. so much anger there, and... And it felt overwhelming, and I was just like, I can't handle it, right? Like, I just, I kind of don't want to know these things, right? Yeah. And so I just mm-hmm. was like, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that there was so much, like, kind of emotional turmoil and so much stuff between my parents, and um, and because I could feel all that and I could know all that. Yeah. Um, it felt really, really hard. You know, it felt really hard to just even be in the energy of it. And so there is this way that those earlier experiences, we like just shut it down and shut it off. Um, And, and 
almost like numb ourselves out, right, um, to all of that. And I would say even now there's moments, right, where I like walk down the street and somebody will pass by me and I'll get like a full download of their life. I'll like see a movie yeah. or I'll see some kind of traumatic experience that happened to them. You know, mm. and it will kind of freak me mm-hmm. out still a little, you know, where it's just like, whoa, you know, like that, it just comes in, right? Um, and I don't know why it's come in. And I, a lot of times I don't even know what to do with it, you know, all this kind of information. Um, and so it's been an interesting thing for me and opening it back up again because there still are some times where I I do, it feels overwhelming. It's like, I don't want to know all this stuff about all these people. Um, and so I like, I, I, I would say I still have moments where I'm like, how do I navigate this, navigate this knowing and what do I, what responsibility do I have with it? Um, you know, mm-hmm. like, do I mm-hmm. share this with the people or is it just for me or is it just to like practice my intuition um, and so in those moments, I like to do a clearing that I give to my clients around this, which is everywhere that your allowance um, or everywhere that your intuition has exceeded your allowance. Can we uncreate and destroy that? So everything that this is bringing up for people um, and everywhere that in your own life that it's been a little overwhelming to know or to feel mm-hmm. or to be in tune with your uh, with what's happening around you, everywhere that your knowing and intuition has exceeded your allowance, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. And you get to say yes, yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, talk, talk, online, shirts, boys, and beyond. Yeah. Um, and in those moments, I do ask questions. Like I say, okay, what what's going to create more in this moment? I just ask myself that. Is this something for me to share? Or is this just something that's for me? Um, and so that's kind of a, a couple tips that I do that I use in those moments to know what, you know, to kind of navigate that world. I mean, thankfully, you know, more and more people are tuning into this and the world is recognizing all of these gifts. Um, but I think that there still is a lot of like misidentification. Um, around all of this, like a lot of, um, I don't know, like the typical associations that we have, right, with being right. a witch or being a psychic mm-hmm. or being an oracle, right? And we were kind of talking about that, that that's why we didn't want to actually kind of own it as uh, as a thing that we were, like, I'm not going to call myself a witch because then, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you've got the broom and, you know, you have the long nose or whatever, right? Like all those kinds of judgments and associations that we have. Yeah. That, right? Like how mm-hmm. would you, mm-hmm. what did you run into with that? Yeah, I so I started reading about, um like and it just started for fun you know and but I started reading for all of my friends and then every session someone was crying and I was like oh wait this isn't (laughs) there's something here 
because it would hit a nerve. It would kind of speak to something that they were thinking or feeling and they didn't, hadn't faced or, you know, whatever that was. And so I kind of started seeing, oh, wait, there's something bigger here. And then now I'm getting requests to bring my tarot cards to things. And, you know, and it kind of like started growing and my intuition was honed through using tarot. Like in some ways it gave me um, permission uh, to practice it, to play with it. And obviously I was getting permission from these people to tap in, right, in that way and do their tarot in that way. Um, And so that kind of started, but I never publicly said it because, I mean, I probably read tarot for all of my friends and just close people for like seven years before I even shared it with the public because I didn't want this association of like I have a crystal ball and I'm just like this lady that burns incense all day long and I sit in my <laughs> in my little living room and I'm waiting for people to come in and I can like tell them the future and 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 I think also this expectation that people have of you of like tell me my future like and giving their power away you know, yeah. and, and yeah. thinking that I'm going to predict something for them and that they don't have any control over their lives. And I was like, oh, no, that's not how it works. That's not how I want to be associated. I just, and it was scary. I'm going to think I'm a coach. I'm a business major. Like, they're going to be like, who is this crazy lady that's now hearing things, you know? And I just couldn't, I just didn't want to go there. It took, like, a good yeah. year of, friends prod in me to just kind of even put it out in a small scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, what I was your experience? That, yeah. I tell the story that when I first, um, I bought a training, um, a whole training thing in order to read the Akashic records. And I tell the story that I bought it. It was like $3,000. It was a big commitment at the time. And then I promptly shelved it for like six weeks and didn't open it at all. And didn't, even though like it was something that my whole body said yes to. And, um, and so that was my resistance to being a psychic, right. Um, and to being, um, considered, I know that I've had past lives of being a witch and being killed for a witch and, um, you know, all that. And so it's my resistance to that. It was my resistance to opening up my gifts again um, and being misidentified and maybe even being, you know, ostracized, right? Like my family mm-hmm. um, is really religious and they don't, they they actually believe that a lot of this kind of stuff is from Satan, like they really believe that it's kind of like yeah. black magic or dark right, or that it's right. evil, right? And so they were super worried about me when I first kind of came out, and still sometimes they're kind of like, I don't know about what Suzanne's doing over there, you know, because um, because it has it is so misidentified and it is associated with darkness and kind of with evil, um, and so. I I would love, I think we're going to go on break here for a minute, um, but I, when we come back from break, I'd love to do some clearings around what comes yeah. up for all of you around claiming this energy. Um, we've kind of been speaking to that, like the judgments that kind of are, are thrown at you, the associations that we have with it, the misidentification, and just the fear of really stepping into that power and what would that mean, you know, for us in our lives and what 
you know, what's happened in the past that um, in past lives that ha that prevents us from doing that. So we'll get into some of that clearing when we come back from break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we'll be back. Okay. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird. I'm Suzanne, and we have the lovely Natalie with us today, and we're talking about all things witchy. <laughs> like, like, how do you claim your talents, gifts, and capacities, and how do you step into that um, given the resistance that, um, that comes up? And so before break, we were talking about all of those misidentifications around you being the tarot reader and, you know, um, coming out with that. And did you say that you did it for seven years before you actually became, were public with it? Was it that long? Uh, that close. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you are the cutest. That is cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Nobody needs to know any of this, and this is just for my close people. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe some of you listeners can relate. You're doing this on the down low, right? Like tarot or like readings or whatever, or you're like um, tuning into your intuition and flying below the radar. So everything that is and everywhere and in any lifetime where you couldn't be totally visible and like like completely out with your with your gifts, with your magic, with your intuition, with your witchery, with whatever you call that. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the judgments, 
right, that you have of yourself, that other people throw at you around any of these labels, around any of this energy and all the associations that we've misidentified with. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, talk, online, shirts, boys, and beyonds. And every lifetime where you were muted, where you couldn't, you couldn't be the full expression of you, every lifetime where you were ostracized, where you were misidentified, where you maybe were even killed for owning these magical powers. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all your oaths, vows, filties, committees, commitments, agreements, pacts, and binding and bonding contracts, and hidden, secret, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged agendas that keep you um, hidden, that keep you hiding out, that, and, oh, and all of the, oh, all of the algorithms that keep you outside of your power um, that keep mm. you displaced, disassociated from your power. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, trick, boys and beyonds. I mean, I think that even as much as you, Natalie, and I have come out with this energy, I mean, we make a living doing it. There's still places where we haven't been willing to be totally visible with it, where we still come into no. resistance, you know, about what that might mean if we were totally 100% fully out. I think, you know, there's this common thing that I find um, with people that I work um, around this, that they almost feel like that power, that intuition, that magic is so big and so mm-hmm. powerful that it would hurt somebody. It would hurt them. It would hurt the world. Like there's this funny thing where I do a clearing about like all the ways in which you believe that you'll explode yourself and explode the world if you were to come out with your true power and gifts. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. (laughs) Right, wrong, good, bad, talk, talk, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. And everybody is like, whoa, yes, that. Like somehow it doesn't make any sense, right? Doesn't make any kind of, Uh, mental sense at all but everybody has that everybody has that place of of like I'm I'm gonna hurt somebody I'm gonna hurt my family I'm gonna hurt me you know like all that right yeah and I mean even as you're talking I kind of can get this place of you know because it is power and it's it's there is a power with it and we haven't had a lot of examples of people using their power for good. There's been so many more examples of abuse of power, right? And so, like, I, you know, what, what do we do with this gift? What do we do with this power? Like, is it going to take over in some way? Because we've seen, you know, and, and this might not be a very direct correlation, but money, for example. Money's neutral. But we've seen so many times, oh, someone comes into a lot of money and then they now become greedy and they become power hungry and they X, Y, Z, we blame it on the money, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed Mm -hmm. to looking at the person and their motivations behind it, right? And that money is just the tool to then amplify their motivations. Well, to me, witchery and magic is the same. In and of itself, it's neutral. It's just energy. It's just this like tool, right? Mm -hmm. But it's our intentions behind them. 
with which we use them, right? And why you and I talk about this a lot of like, no, don't worry, I'm a good witch, right? Like, I'm not a bad witch. Like, I'm actually using my power for good, I promise. Like, I want to change the world. (laughs) Yes, we say that a lot. And I know I think it's interesting, too, because I actually feel like in past lives, I have used this energy, quote, for bad. Sure. I feel like I have used it. To, like get ahead I feel like I have used it to control and manipulate people you know I, I I know that to be true so when so it's also about accepting that maybe you have used these powers in quote right. dark ways in the past and letting go of the judgment around that letting go around you know that that's the way that it's going to be this time around you know, because maybe you have delved into that in the past. So everything that that's bringing up for people, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, hot, online, shirts, boys, and beyonds. Because I really believe that in past lives there wasn't as much consciousness energy on the planet. So it's like we did, there wasn't, it's kind of like we used what we had. You know what I mean? Like we used the whatever tools or whatever thing that we could do um we use that to to survive to get ahead you know for whatever reasons and so all of your judgments all of your old vows guilties penalties commitments agreements pacts and binding and bonding contracts to never be the bad bad witch to never use your powers for bad or wrong or evil again could we uncreate and destroy all that please yeah yes right wrong good bad pop pop online shorts boys and beyond uh, because I think, like, you know, it. I mean, it's so, this energy, this magic, this power um, is so needed on the planet. And that's why we right. named this show Calling All Witches, right? Because we're asking all of you, all of us, to step up in a, in a greater way to, um, to be what we're, who we truly are and what we came here to be. You know, that, that this, these powers, this magic, this intuition is what's actually going to change the world and change the consciousness of our planet. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, no, I definitely do. Um, because I just, I mean, I even just think about kind of all that was happening with, you know, the elections and all the women coming together, right, and marching together and standing up in this place because there's a way that we have so silenced our voices and so silenced mm-hmm. our knowing and silenced our power and silenced that part of us that that can feel into the, that this is not right for the good of all. And mm-hmm. so we're, you know, and again, it makes, why that's happened all these years and patriarchy and persecution and like you said like a lot of darkness that we didn't know what to do with it but at this point in time I really feel like there's more and more and more of us that are coming into the light wanting to be in the light wanting to use our our kind of powers quote unquote for good you know to me like Mm -hmm. someone asked what is an oracle I think an oracle is someone that sees that can see clearly what's happening and what is in the highest and best, right? Mm-hmm. And and speaks mm-hmm. to that, right? Mm-hmm. That shares that, that doesn't hold it back because maybe someone can't see. Maybe someone's in the shadow right now, right? Maybe someone hasn't made those connections because it's harder to see 
when you're in your own world and your own experience. And so sometimes it takes someone to be outside of the situation, right, and be like, wow, I can clearly see what's happening here, and I can clearly see what the blocks are, and I can clearly see what you need to do to move past them and own your magic and live a, live your highest and best life. You're, you're all that you get to have an amazing life. And we all get to kind of be in this together where we are, we're all fully expressed. We're all using our magic. We're all working together. We're all creating, you know, a more cohesive, connected, loving community and future. Mm, I love that so, so, so much because it is. It's about using our intuition. It's about the feminine, you know, like yeah. Um, yeah. being open to collaboration and connection and intuition and building everybody up, right? Um, and um, kind of tuning back into those energies that are beyond the patriarchal society that we have operated yeah. from. So I really love that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure and um, tell people, because aren't you doing like oracle readings, like in November, December, I wanted to kind of give people a way to connect in with you and to connect in with the readings or offerings that you're doing right now. So maybe you could speak to that. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is kind of what you're saying, the place of my next level coming out. (laughs) Um, Because I, I do, I read tarot, but in a lot of ways, tarot is just kind of a tool for my intuition. And it's kind of felt safe to just use tarot. Right? Like, oh, the tarot said this. You know, where it's like, yes, but it's it's me seeing what the tarot is trying to tell me in a lot of ways. And, and it's just a way that I've used it to kind of hone my intuition. But what's scarier is to just admit to this place of I see things and I feel things, right? And mm. um, and I have for a long time and, and I do it every day and it becomes stronger every day. The more I claim it, the stronger it gets and the more I feel like it's really helping on a like grander level. So um, yeah, this is an opportunity for me to have a session with someone and just to tap in and to tune in and to use all of my tools. Like I'm a, I'm a trained coach. I'm a, I was a business major. I was a consultant. I like, I have a lot of tools in my toolbox, but the strongest one for me is my intuition. It is my seeing and feeling and knowing. And, um, and I do hear things too. Sometimes like, like you, I kind of, I, all of them are present for me, and so it's to do sessions with people and help them see clear, right? Help them get unstuck, help them have a path forward or an action plan or something to get them closer to using their gifts to self-express, to live the life that they know that they want deep down but maybe are afraid to admit, to have a safe space to even speak these things, right? I love that so much. And so how do people get a hold of you or get more information about what you're doing. Yeah, so if you go to my website at natalievartanian.com or it's thisturnedonlife.com, I'm really big about having people live a life that turns them on and to use turn on as a way to live life. Um, And so in the work with me section, it, it will say Oracle Coaching. So there's relationship coaching, there's all different business strategy, but the Oracle coaching will be part of the options in the work with me section. Mm. I love that, that you're, um, that you are claiming the Oracle because I so see that in you and I love your explanation of what the Oracle is, right? Of like kind of seeing that greatest and highest good and being able to speak to it. Like I see an Oracle as a 
speaker, you know, as like a one that almost like has a platform for, for talking, you know, for communicating Mm -hmm. that way. And, and that's what I love so, so, so much about your podcast, have you and turn on because it's really, you dive into like all these deep, deep topics that nobody's talking about, especially like, the ones about like sex and body and all that stuff. I love, love those ones, but it's like a conversation that, that people aren't necessarily having in everyday life. And I love that you'll, that you are the provocateur and that you'll so, so (laughs) there. (laughs) Yeah. And I think what I want to say to that too, because yeah, again, this place of like, I know it's scary and I just want to tell everyone of, it's not that we're saying that it's not scary. We're just saying it's needed. We're saying it's a time when that need needs to outweigh the fear because we're going to keep living in these places of shadow and darkness and pain unless we choose ourselves to be bigger than the fear, right, and to really trust. Like, I'm getting just emotional. But, like, trust the goodness, right? Trust the bigger picture. Trust that we're held and that, you know, if enough of us come into the light that we can support other people in that place for them to connect back to their hearts and desires. Like, we're all people that have desires. We just think they're bad and wrong and are going to hurt people, right? Mm-hmm. Or hurt ourselves. Yeah. hmm And so what would happen if we shed that, if we saw that that wasn't necessarily true, if we kind of see, like, the light and the truth, and which is why I love what you do, hon. Like, you're such a truth speaker and a truth seeker, right? And you're like, no, let's create, let's destroy all of the things that block truth, right? Mm -hmm. And for people Mm -hmm. to lose their truth. Mm-hmm. which is you're a witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're all witches. And, like, that's a good thing, right? It's a beautiful thing. It's a powerful thing. You have talents. You have magic. You've been, you, you've either denied them or you have felt them and you've kept them to yourself. And, again, there's nothing bad or wrong with any of that either. But what would it be like if you actually embraced it and celebrated it and used it? What would happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would, I love that. And I would love for you to do like an invocation process. Like mm-hmm. it was so beautiful before the show when we were talking and, and she suggested that we do like an invocation or a prayer for our show today. And I got like full body chills and I was like, okay, let's maybe do that in the show too. <laughs> so would you be willing to do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. I totally would. Um And I actually invite whoever is listening, whether in the replay or live, to maybe just close your eyes. I invite you to just close your eyes and just kind of tune in to your heart, tune into your stomach, tune into your just even your kind of sacral areas, your genital areas. We hold so much power here in these three spaces. So maybe even just putting some hand, hand on your heart, hand on your belly. So, dear spirit, source, God, universe, whatever, you want to call that energy. I just really believe there's an energy that's kind of governing and guiding and making all of this magic happen in the world. So, 
And may we all see our gifts as good. May we all see the beauty in our gifts. May we allow them to come out to play, to know that the world needs our gifts, that it needs our magic, it needs our talent. May we know that they're the source of healing ourselves, people in our lives, the world at large. May this invocation touch anyone that needs this message, this healing, this permission. May we have permission to allow our magic to come out. Um, And may we know that we are good and that we are safe and we are held in the biggest way possible and loved for exactly who you are. Your gifts are beautiful. They make you who you are. Your unique gift is what makes you who you are. Mm. So just breathing into space and knowing that the more we express, the more we unlock, the more we live and love our magic and our gifts, the better this world is going to be it really is. I believe that. Mm. And so it is. <sighs> and so it is. I love it. I love it. Awesome. With that, we'll go on our last break, and we'll be back for more in just a minute. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Mm, 
welcome back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Wow, that was such an awesome invocation. Thank you, Natalie. And I want to just talk a- mm-hmm. about a couple things that are coming down the pipeline. If you've been listening to the commercials, we have Live Your Magic coming up in Salt Lake City this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so November 17th, 18th, and 19th. So that's a program that um, Megan has been taking all over the world, and I've been kind of her co-pilot in crime with regards to that and behind-the-scenes supporter and and starting to kind of step into more facilitation with Live Your Magic and her, so I'm excited about that this weekend in Salt Lake, and it's not too late to get in on that, so go to our, um, to Megan's Facebook page um, and find all the details around Live Your Magic, or you can go to megansilito.com. Um, as well for Live Your Magic. But I I really also, before the end of the show today, I kind of wanted to talk about what Natalie and I have cooking up because we are just so, hmm, we're so on the quest of opening up into co-creation, an into-creation period, but into co-creation with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, and we've been talking about it for a couple of months now, and it's just been so magical in the way that it's unveiled itself about what, you know, what wants to come through us. And in truth, our intuition has played such an incredible part of that. Talk about, like, opening up to your all your witchery or whatever, like, your life just gets so synchronistic and amazing and so like we've been like chatting back and forth and having conversations and it's oh my gosh it's been so so fun and we're we wanted to give you like a save the date because we're doing what we're calling wild woman it's to unleash your passion power and pleasure and it's um, launching in the bay area January 27th and 28th of next year, and then we'll be bringing it into Salt Lake City at the end of March, March 24th and March 25th. And so it's been so fun to, like, just Mm. open up to that energy. Can you even just feel the energy of this two-day workshop, Wild Women? Oh, my God. I can so feel it already. Oh, yeah. I Totally can feel it because I think that's one other area that we didn't really speak to. But I mean, there's so much as a woman, especially we have so much power in our our passion and our pleasure. And again, this other place has been so 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 shut down and made wrong and and felt dangerous and all of the reasons why we have turned turned down our passion and our pleasure. And but that's such a power source for us. And I know Suzanne and I the reason we get along so well is because we we're like, fuck that shit. We're turning it up all the way. Like our right, our passion and our pleasure, like that is guiding us. And that is just as much of a source of our intuition. Like, man, when pussy talks, like we listen, you know, and and so it's like how do we get back into this place of trusting on in all ways? trusting our body, trusting our sex, trusting our heart, connecting those things, reconnecting those things, right? And allowing yourself to be the wild woman and the witch and the queen and the all of the, the high priestess, all of the archetypes of women that live in each of us. What would happen if you actually yeah. unleash that? Yes. So wild woman <laughs> is really about like claiming all those energies and and having that like really come from this place of embodiment, from this place of sexualness, 
And it's going to be, like, so deep and so cool. Um, like, so definitely save the date. There will be more information that comes in the future. Um, we're, we're, we're in the creation of it. Actually, Natalie's coming to Salt Lake to stay yeah. um, with me and with us next week. And so we're going to be, like, doing more co-creation when she's here. I can't even wait. <laughs> yeah, and I actually want to do want to say a quick story that Suzanne and I again to us magic and and being a witch is to listen to the signs right and there's like not seeing coincidence is just a coincidence it's just some random thing but it's it's a sign it's a yes it's a follow right like that's another part to me about being a witch and being intuitive and so when Suzanne was in um, Southern California visiting not that long ago, we were, it was that time we were at the beach and we were talking about all these expressions of, of being a witch and an enchantress and, you know, talking about magic and then in Laguna Beach and then we were in Seal Beach and we were walking down to the beach and there's this store and we just, I think, I'm, I'm not sure if I stopped because I wanted to look at something and then the woman, the shop owner comes out and kind of at in an enchanting way, it's like, oh, you should come in and look at this and if you like this. And, and she just was just pointing things out. And at a certain point, she points out this piece, this beautiful art piece with all these words. And we're like, I'm crying because mm-hmm. it's just speaking so much to what's happening. And just this like love and connection Suzanne and I feel and just our, our affinity for each other. And and then all of these art jewelry pieces and Suzanne's now buying things. And we just look at this woman and we're like, you're a witch, aren't you? And she just gave us this look like, um, yes, but I'm a good witch. And we're like, oh, no, we weren't saying you're a bad witch, but you're a witch, aren't you? She's like, yes, I'm a witch. And we're like, we're witches too, you know? <laughs> and it was just so sweet but because the whole thing was so magical, right? It was so magical and it was so confirming for Suzanne and I, like, wow, this path we're on and this intuition that we're deepening into and this way that we want to call the witches, well, hi, this witch literally was mm-hmm. calling us to her, right, and mm-hmm. and to allow us to kind of call her out, but in a really beautiful, loving way, like, I see you, you know, and your yes. gifts and your magic is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was really surprised because Natalie was the one that said, you're a witch. I mean, she just flat out said that, <laughs> you're a witch. I do that a lot these days. I'm like, you're a witch. I know it. <laughs> well, and you're a provocateur, right? And I think that, that's true. That's what, you know, so you're like, come on, own it. I come on, it, you know, come on. You know, you want to claim it, you know. And I think you that's know. the energy that you know we want to give to all of you listeners, whether you're listening live or on the replay, is that it's safe and it is time to allow those energies to come out and to claim who you are. You know, like we are we are calling all the witches we truly are. And we're we're gonna be, you know, I, I mean, I did this a couple probably about six months ago where I was at a a meeting, like a party or something, and I looked at this man and I just said, You're a warlock. Like you are a wizard. And he he literally, he whispered to me. He, like, leaned forward and whispered to me and was like, nobody's supposed to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I see you. I see you. 
And are you actually bringing that energy to the world? And I got this whole download of like that he had these, um, gosh, almost like uh, symbols, symbols, like magical Mm. symbols that he was supposed to be bringing in to the world. And I had this just complete download in that moment. And I just told him flat out, I was like, do you do like energy work or something? Are you like a Reiki master? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, those symbols, yeah, use those, but you have other ones that are coming in. And you're meant to bring those to the world. And now is the time to bring those to the world, right? And he's just looking at me like, who the F are you, right? And I'm like, okay, so I'm a bit of an intuitive, and I just channeled this information for you. But just like, could you please just bring that out? And, um, you know, we need it. We need we need all of that. We need the magic, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I mean, that's, we're both in that conversation. We're both in that, um, that place of like, yes, we're always leaning into our own resistance and stepping up and being more visible and being bigger and, you know, creating more impact um, through owning our own intuition, but we're also calling you all out too. <laughs> you know, like we we cannot do it. We can't do it alone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like what you're saying in the chat room to Lori, where you're saying it takes a village. It's like, let's mm-hmm. support each other to express yeah. these gifts. That it's not about competition. That It's about collaboration and, as we rise up and own them together, how, you know, hashtag magic rising, how powerful is that um, for the world? And what can we change? Yeah. And what could be different, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there is a safety in numbers in a sense. And, and even though, I mean, the safety conversation, like, you know, this whole, like, it's scary to be seen. Well, it's scary to be hidden. It's scary yeah. to live a life where you are just Mm -hmm. a shell of a person and you are just living, you're just living, you're just surviving. Like that to me has become even scarier. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So yes, to all of you, please, please come out in any way, come out, come out, come out wherever you are and, and show up and be the magic and the intuitive and the witch and the seer and the oracle and the enchantress and whatever you want to call yourself. Just come out and be more and start that today and be visible and be you. And we'll see you next mm. week. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.